On this episode of the Highlander Podcast, we talk to North Logan City Council member Bruce Lee. We discuss North Logan's role in hosting Stage 1 of the Tour of Utah and the value of outdoor events on a community. All right, welcome back. This is Nate with the Highlander Podcast and my esteemed host, Chase. Hey, everybody. And today we are speaking with Bruce Lee of the North Logan City Council. We're going to talk a little tour of Utah. I just heard all the jokes over the air. All the Bruce Lee jokes? I did, yeah. Just, I hear those everywhere. So, yeah, let's, get that, let's get that out of the get way. Get it out already. of the way. Yeah. yeah. So people can actually listen to what we have to say. Well, thanks for being here. I'm excited to, to talk to you. This this podcast, people might think, is like a, a bike podcast. We've had a lot of conversations around the bike community, uh, from Aggie Blue Bikes to Cash Grand Fondo, and now really the biggest event of them all, it seems like, uh, Tour of Utah, coming back to Cache Valley and, and this year to North Logan. Um, can, can you share with us a little bit more about your role and your involvement in bringing stage one of the tour back to Cache Valley and this year to North Logan? Sure. Um, I guess I would first say, as was mentioned, I'm a city council member in North Logan City, and my role really has much to do with being on the city council. I, I bike a little bit as well. I'm definitely an amateur. <laughs> but it's interesting to me to see these uh, people that uh, ride the tour and how amazing they are and what they do. And so uh, what happened was is we were approached by the, the, the Downtown Alliance who ran the tour last year and as a possible venue for, for this year's tour uh, because the facilities in North Logan are just phenomenal. Uh, up there by the Real Salt Lake building, uh, the parking that's out there, just the space to stage uh, the start-finish was just very favorable. And so uh, that prompted the idea. Uh, it came before our city council as to whether or not we might want to do that. And the city council said, yeah, it sounds like a good plan, so let's see if we can help out. So that's really where it started. What, is, what does an event like this mean to, to North Logan? To be the first stage of the tour, to have all of that attention, what, is, what does that mean to the to the city? Well, there's lots of things that we like to have happen uh, from the tour. You know, certainly there's the most obvious thing is it's a great opportunity for our citizens to participate in something that's really cool. I mean, the, the, the athletes that come, uh, that ride, they're, they're great athletes. I mean, this is like, this is like bringing the NBA to North Logan and maybe not everybody understands that because not everybody follows biking, but, but that really is what's going on. And so, Having the opportunity to do that within our city is 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 unique and fun, and should ho- hopefully offer our citizens uh, something really interesting to watch and participate in. And of course, there's other benefits to the city. There's economic development uh, reasons to do it. I mean, it, it's it's city exposure to a greater um, audience. Uh, this will be broadcast around the nation, so people get to see our beautiful city and our beautiful valley. And uh, you know, we we love to seize those opportunities when they come up. I love what you said about the caliber of athletes that are coming to Cache Valley and the opportunity to see these individuals doing incredible things on the road. Um, I was just watching the Tour de France, and there's actually quite a few of these athletes who graduate and, and go on to, to ride for some of these world-class teams that are, are riding um, overseas and riding in the Tour de France. So incredible athletes who are, who are on the rise, um, it's, it's just a really cool event. Um, what, t- 
take us in, what does the process look like for a city to host an event of this size? What does it take to, to host something like this? There's so many moving pieces. Can you peel back the curtain a little bit and tell yeah, us a little it, bit about and that? I'll, I'll preface it by saying, you know, the, the work hasn't necessarily fallen on me as a city council member. So I would first take my hat off to uh, people like our city administrator, Alan Luce, uh, and Chase Butterfield, who have been working hard to uh, line up sponsorships and some of the obvious things that you'd think you'd see, uh, figuring out the route, working with the, the Tour of Utah people to make sure that's all worked out. But then there's things like we have to organize hotel stays and pay for them for every athlete, figure out all the food. Um, there's so much that goes into this that you might not necessarily think about. Not to mention, uh, you know, we're going to have our city, uh, you know, we'll have we'll have five legs at the final part of the tour that will go for about an hour around the city with, with all the, the roads shut down and all the communication has to happen for that. So our citizens are disrupted as little as possible. There's there's a lot that goes into it. What what's the response been from from the community in, in North Logan. You know, it's early. It's the first time we've done it. I'm not sure they really know what's going on yet. And so uh, as we get closer, I, there'll, there'll be more communication and uh, probably a lot more questions as people find out that they're, the, the bikers are going to come by their house or what's going on uh, with that. Um, I, I suspect that this first year it, it will be less than it will be as we move forward in, in years to come. Um, but it's going to be awesome. I and mean, it's got a lot of cool stuff. It's going to be like a carnival atmosphere down by the start, uh, start. And watching these guys rip through the city on their bikes is going to be pretty cool. You know, I, I ride a little bit, not very much. Uh, for me, for anybody out there who is a rider, uh, you know, I average maybe 16 to 18 miles an hour, which is okay. I mean, it's not great. I'm, I'm older than 40. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not the best shape. So I just do it recreationally and, and for enjoyment. Uh, but the guys that out there that take it more seriously, they're at, seriously they're adding or they're averaging maybe 22 to 26 miles an hour. And these guys are going to be 28 to 30 miles an hour going yeah. up and down hills. And it's just amazing to see them when they finally decide they're going to sprint, which that's going to be pretty cool because they have to make a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to be sprinting. Uh, they, they make a right turn and begin their sprint, make a left turn to the finish. And so I'm anxious to see that myself as they come around that corner because that's going to be a little hairy because they're going. So when wh when's the event? Uh, that's coming up, the, coming up fast. It's the 13th of August. And, uh, you know, we're actually cheating here. We're going to look at the website. So you can check it out there if you're interested. Um, but we, it's going to start around 1230. It finishes around quarter to four, we think. Uh, and there'll be lots going on in between those times, uh, even as the races are out. But you'll see helicopters covering the race. And, I mean, it's if you've ever seen a race on ESPN where they have the motorcyclists and the cameramen and all that, it's going to be that. So it'll be, it'll be pretty cool. So if someone wants to watch the race, you can – kind of park along any of the any of the sections or catch it at, at the start or finish? Yeah, I, certainly if you're a city resident that's going to go by your home, then that's a good place to watch it. If you want to see them come by periodically, they're going to zip by there at the end probably every 15 minutes or so, I guess. Um, I think the fun part would be down near the stop-start uh, because that's where, that's where it's going to be fast uh, as they come through that stop-start. So maybe from... Uh, the library area in North Logan past that 
the school and then lining that street, uh, which is 4th East, uh, down to where they'll turn towards the high school. Um, I think those will be the most popular areas because that's really where I, I, people like to see speed. And I think that's where the speed is going to be. So, And again, if you if you want to see the full course, tourofutah.com um, slash stages, uh, you can go in and see stage one of, of, of the tour happening in North Logan. Um, where, where does it actually go? I guess we can, you can look at that on the website, but yeah, we what's the course look so, like? So in summary, the course essentially starts in North Logan. It makes a couple of loops to start and warm them up. They head out over Highway 91 at 2500 North and then head west. And, and then they'll run out and they, I think they make three loops out there. I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but they make, they make a few loops. They're going up Trenton Hill. Uh, it's, it's, there's some grade to it. Uh, they did ask us to, to not put too much grade in it. They're coming off, I think, is it Snowbird the day before or yep. something like yep. that? Yeah. And so they, they want their, this is the, uh, the first stage, and they, they, they want their riders to make it to the last stage. <laughs> so, but Trenton Hill, for anybody who has ridden a bicycle up that hill or driven a vehicle up that hill, you know, uh, riding up that thing several times is a pretty good challenge. And again, kudos to those professional athletes that are riding that. So. Um, that's, that might actually be another great place to, if you're interested in watching the riders, to, to sit and watch because they'll, they'll pass that area several times. Oh, that's great. That's uh, over there, Meadowview Park is that area where they'll loop by a couple times? Well, Meadowview Park is just to the, yeah, it actually runs right by Meadowview Park and then down by the RSL building. The stop starts right in front of the RSL just to the south, or excuse me, the north of the RSL building that's out there. So kind of a again, kind of a macro view of, of events like this and the impact that they have on our community. This will be the thor- third tour of Utah mm-hmm. in Cache Valley. We have other great regional events, Cache Grand Fondo, Little Red, a um, lot, of, lot of great events here in the community. What's the impact of those types of events and, and why should citizens care? Why should we invest in these types of events in the yeah, community? Or should question. we? Yeah, you know, um, I think there's there's uh, there's some different groups that have interests in this type of, of event coming to the area. And, and I guess I'll wear two hats here for a second. Um, one, just from the standpoint, I know this, this podcast is intended to go to people that are interested in recreation and opportunities that way. And certainly when it comes to promoting a sport like this, it's good for the Valley. It's good for people who are interested in the sport. Um, it just creates a lot of buzz around the sport. And so, you know, if you're a, if you're a huge biking fan, this is it for you. Uh, you know, if you're a football fan, you, you might not be as interested in watching the bicyclists go by, but it's an opportunity to maybe, maybe gain appreciation, appreciation for a new sport. So there's that side of it. Um, but, you know, I also sit on the North Logan City Council, and I actually have some responsibilities with the Chamber of Commerce and a group called uh, the Cash Valley Economic Development Alliance. And so there are, there are reasons to have uh, different areas of our country see what's going on in Cache Valley. Uh, from the economic development standpoint, we're probably underexposed. We're probably underexposed even in Utah. Um, I've even seen maps where uh, people in Salt Lake have northern Utah and it stops at North Ogden. And for me, that's kind of silly. I don't, uh, you know, it's, it's baffling to me that people don't understand what we have, or some people don't understand what we have and what we're about up here in Cache Valley because we really have a lot to offer. And that's not saying that we need everybody to move here. 
but we do need uh, jobs and opportunities for our students coming out of school, um, our families to grow uh, as, as, as people become parents and they raise their families and, and, and they want their kids to have an opportunity to stay and not stay and work at uh, a job that doesn't pay anything, but to stay and work at a place where there's actually opportunity for growth for people. And so the way that that happens is good companies come and they set up shop and they want to be here. And, and for that to happen, there has to be a reason for them to come. And uh, this, this may be a reason for some companies to want to come here. Uh, a, a company with a, a leader who's an outdoor enthusiast uh, sees something like this and they bring a great company to the area and, you know, jobs are created. People's lives get better. And uh, so there's, there's some real benefits that way that we like to have. Um, you know, if you've got helicopters flying over our Great Valley and showing what's going on out in the West Area, they get to see what's going on in North Logan. What does it look like? What do the homes look like? What do the people look like? How is this received? It's a great opportunity to to promote our area. So, as a self-proclaimed uh, amateur <laughs> cyclist, um, what's the value to you? How did you get into it? Why Why do you love doing those kind of things? Why do I like to cycle? Yeah. Well, the listeners cannot see me. <laughs> if you did, you know that part of the reason why I like to cycle is I need to be in better shape. Um, we, uh, I also have a business that I've been working on and starting up over the past few years and. And uh, when you go through that process, it really consumes you. And I've slowly watched all my hobbies disappear. And my wife and I just had a conversation here a little while ago about we need to we need to get back into some stuff. And so we've been doing some bike uh, biking. We we've done the um, uh, the Cash Century a couple times, and and uh, yeah, that about killed me. But we did complete it. I, re- I I was out in Menden last year, laying on the grass, thinking there's no way I could do 20 more miles. But we completed it. We did it. We got That's it awesome. done. And uh, so we, we have some road bikes and we have some, some mountain bikes. And there's just lots of great places to do those types of activities to stay healthy. And uh, it's a fun it's a fun thing to do. And so, again, an opportunity to encourage a growing sport that helps people to be healthy. Um, anybody can do it, really. I mean, not everybody's going to compete at this level. But regardless of your age or maybe even your physical fitness, it's, you can get on a bike and ride to your level and you can enjoy it. And so sports like that are good for a community. Uh, helps people to be healthy and happy and, again, quality of life be better. So those are great opportunities. I'd love to talk a little bit more about um, providing greater access for outdoor recreation opportunities here in Cache Valley. And, and I'd love to learn what North Logan City is doing on that front, providing the infrastructure for people to be able to go and participate in these activities. Cycling. There's got to be places to ride, whether it's mountain trails or safe roadways. Um, what's North Logan City doing or, or even part of a larger plan with Cache County to make sure that there's yeah. access to recreation opportunities? For well, there are, there are initiatives in place to improve our bike lanes and add some. Um, those are happening actively as we speak. Uh, you know, I think you're just going to see consistent improvement in access uh, in the coming years. It's a pretty active community, really. Cache Valley is, is a pretty active community. Demographically, it's a younger community. Um, and so there's much interest within the different municipalities uh, for this type of a trail system, whether it be a hiking trail system or a biking trail system. And of course, we've got Logan Canyon and just hundreds of miles of trail up there, all kinds of great mountain biking. Um, there's Green Canyon right there in North Logan. Uh, with great mountain biking there. And so there's just great places to do all that stuff. And and my my experience working with others in 
community leadership is everybody's in favor of trying to, to add access and make it safe for our bicyclists, make it convenient for our motorists so that we have uh, the best of both worlds uh, and everybody can participate and be safe. It really seems like access is one of those issues that a lot of people, most people can get behind. It's not too controversial access to recreation opportunities, I would think. Generally not. You know, there's there's occasionally some private landowners that want to make sure that their land is respected, and that's a real concern. I would encourage, encourage people out there who who like to participate in those types of activities who are hiking and biking and they're doing it across private land. Um, sometimes there's an attitude that they feel like they should have access, that that land should be accessible to them. And, uh, you know, obviously the private landowner may not feel that way and their rights need to be protected as well. As an enthusiast uh, with biking or hiking or, or whenever you're accessing private land, I would very much encourage responsible use because when those private landowners feel like they want to cooperate, then it's easier for everybody. If they feel like they want to shut down because there's a bunch of trash, uh, people just are disrespecting their property for whatever reason, and, and, and we've all seen it, I've seen it myself, um, then they don't want people on their property. It becomes, it becomes their responsibility. It can even become their liability. And so uh, access and property uh, rights are very tied. I think it's really positive to see at the county level as well. And we're going to get into a conversation uh, with this individual as well. The county has a cash trails planner and someone whose full-time work is to coordinate with the various cities, municipalities, communities um, to solve these types of problems, which I think is a, it's a great step forward and shows that Cache Valley is behind outdoor recreation and is committed to it. And yeah. providing it demonstrates you know, when you see, when you see somebody willing to spend money on something, which is really what that boils down to, to have somebody like you're referring to Dayton, I assume. Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, to have somebody be able to do that and spend money to develop it demonstrates a willingness within the community to to try to work these things out and an interest to, to make them happen. It's more than just, you know, we ought to have a bike trail or we should have more bike lanes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> when you hire somebody and put them in charge of developing a trail system, you know that, that it's being taken seriously, especially, um, uh, you know, communities don't always see eye to eye. And mm -hmm. so you have one municipality that is very much in favor and one that might be lukewarm. And you need somebody to bring those groups together and say, here's the plan and, and we need to execute on it. So is, uh, going kind of back to the tour of Utah, is this something that people in the Valley should start getting used to seeing? This is the third time it's been hosted in Cache Valley. Is I don't know if you have a, you don't have a crystal ball here, but uh, is it something that is safe to say we could see in the future? Yeah, I, I, my crystal ball broke, but my magic eight ball says yes. And so I think that, uh, I don't think the tour is going anywhere. Um, they go here and then they go down to Brigham City. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't know how you have something called the tour of Utah and don't do Cache Valley. Um, I hope the stop start stays in North Logan. I think as far as it being a, a a convenient venue for not only the riders, but the spectators. There's parking out there. There's just land and space where you can have, you can have activities, you can have vendors, you can have just a lot going on uh, because there's so much acreage. The high school's cooperative. They're willing to allow people to come in and use their facilities. Uh, it's just a really great spot. And so, so I hope that things go really well this year and that it's a benefit to all and 
and uh, the inconveniences are minimized because that's the key. Uh, hopefully, you know, we need our citizens to be supportive. And again, that, that comes back to responsible respect of where you are, you know, don't leave your trash everywhere. Don't, don't break things. And, and, and then, and then we want people to come back. Uh, uh, you know, it could go to Logan again, I suppose. I don't know. You know, we'll see what the tour wants to do and if they want to change routes or something like that. But, but I think it's going to be in Cache Valley for the foreseeable future. Every two years, I believe is how it works. Yeah. It seems like they, they alternate, they go Northern Utah, Southern Utah, kind of alternating yeah. each year. Yeah. So I hope so. Two years from now. Yeah, I think so. I so, think so. so for people interested in the event, um, if if they want to see it come back, what are the things that we ought to do to make sure that it I'd comes say back? Come, yeah, come to it, see it, participate, be willing to be part of it. Um, uh, you know, get on the website, and you know, the website is uh, www.touroftutah.com, and that'll get you to uh, where you need to go and you can start navigating through the menu options there and see what's going on with the route and whatnot. But yeah, come on out, take a look, participate in some of the activities. There's a kids race that's happening in between and we're we're trying to keep it interesting and flowing while the, while the riders are out, there'll be screens up showing where everybody is. And so there'll be a lot going on. It'll be fun to see. Um, And then, uh, you know, if you're out there in your business, the other thing is, is, is sponsor, you know, if you're willing to, to sponsor and, and it's a good place to sponsor, especially if you want national, um, coverage, which, you know, how often you get an opportunity to have your, your business sign and logo up in a place where you're going to get national coverage may or may not matter to you depending on, on your business, but you certainly will have local exposure as well. And, you know, the tour is expensive. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of expense to, to put it on. And a lot of that cost is borne by the host city. And so, uh, you know, for us, we need to be able to cover those costs. We have to do it responsibly. I certainly want, wouldn't want to be asked by a citizen how we're paying for it. And the answer would be, yeah, you're paying for it. <laughs> so um, that's that's not a good answer. So uh, that helps us as well. What What's the opportunity for other events, uh, outdoor recreation type events, to come to, come to Cache Valley or see existing events that we have here grow even further? Say Cache Grand Fondo or Cache Century or Logan Marathon is is a new race that's going to benefit the whole valley. What, what's the opportunity to for the cities and counties to support more of those types of events, creation of events, bringing yeah, statewide really events here. Yeah, now you're asking me to look into the crystal ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, as I think about that, um, I think that as you do events like this and become recognized as a good venue or an enjoyable place to be and people have a good time, then it attracts other mm-hmm. events, uh, you know. I heard that uh, Cache Valley, that the tour of Utah went really well in North Logan and Cache Valley. Wow, maybe we should take a look at that for our event. Mm. Um, and for those who are out there promoting or trying to invite, then it gives really great information and ammunition to go and say, hey, look, you ought to take a look at North Logan or Cache Valley uh, as your as your venue because look at the resources we have. And really think about Cache Valley. Look at the resources we have. Maybe people don't really understand all the things that we have, but we got great restaurants. We we have great infrastructure. We have the university and lots of interested people, um, lots of supportive groups that, that are willing to participate. It really is a great place for these types of events. Um, not to mention our great, I mean, you want to ride in the mountains, ride in the mountains. You want to ride in the flat, go ride in the flat. I mean, you can, you can, I'm also a motorcyclist. <laughs> and one of the things I love about where we are is I can go north, west, and east 
pretty much and in five minutes be out of traffic. I love that. It's great. Um, I hate south. <laughs> so I don't want to go south on my motorcycle. But northwest and east, yeah, they're all great rides. And really on the bicycle, it's the same thing. You know, I northwest and east, uh, what kind of train do you want to ride? What do you want your what do you want it to look like? I mean, you can there's so much that you can choose. There's so much to to enjoy. So great. Well, thanks for being here, Bruce. Well, thanks for having uh, me. Tour of Utah coming up August 13th. Uh, tour of Utah, tourofutah.com, as you said. So get out there and ride and uh, see if you can find Bruce out there on a bike or a motorcycle. <laughs> I'll be cheering. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the Highlander podcast. For more outdoor stories and content, connect with us on highlandermag.com. Thank you.